0: All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay, I got an intro.
1: Okay, sweet. Spoiler alert! Here is this week's Show Show with Sweets and Slaney.
0: I checked and that was the first week we
1: missed in 15 weeks. Whoa, what? Isn't that impressive? So we went over a year without... No. No. It was was 56. It was 52 Uh. weeks. (laughs) Not fifty six. Oh, oh my oh God. And Liam Neeson oh, was. I was in. gonna say this is like a Liam Neeson episode. <laughs> uh, oh. he was not in Lord of the Rings. Did you see that highlight of uh, Liam Neeson in episodes? In extras? Extras. God yes. Damn it. <laughs> oh, can we start over? Can no. I like literally just Certainly leave the not. room and walk back? Yeah, okay, was it was be... it
0: extras or was it life's too short? The thing with Warwick Davis? Work Davis was definitely in it, so it
1: might have been Life's Too Short.
0: Yeah. That's the one I watched. I didn't really watch extras, although I have seen that clip of Ricky Gervais and, I think, Stephen Merchant with Mm. with Liam Neeson, and he really just wants to do improv comedy.
1: And he's just picking the most dour subjects and saying, I'm a well-known homosexual with AIDS.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's a funny guy. Yeah. Funny man known for his
1: intensity. How are you? How have your two weeks been? Uh, good. Yep. Good. Busy. Uh, starting to calm down a little bit now, so that's good. The house is getting cold, trying oh, to figure yeah. out the heat situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not really trying to figure it out. Jen and I are trying to figure out our lives because she's a uh, cold person. Yep. No, I'm a cold person. She likes the cold more. Right. So she's like, we'll just keep it on around like... Seventeen degrees. Whoa. Like and usually like just seventeen. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cold. No, that is too cold. Yeah. And I was like, Can we get it to nineteen? She was like, Nineteen? What are we talking to here? Like a Yeah.
0: I am the cold aficionado in this household. Yeah. Becky prefers it a couple degrees warmer. But she's she's more inclined to compromise than I am. Sure. We only recently started, um uh we only recently stopped having the AC going while we slept. Right. Because it was costing me a fortune. Oh, really? And also, it's cold enough now that it's not necessary. It's one degree outside right now. Right. Yeah, it's so cold. Here it is in the winter. And it was like
1: 17 degrees a week ago. I know. It's so strange. And it could still go up again. It probably will. Likely. Yeah. It's been uh, no frost yet, though. Snow this morning. Snow this morning? We had flurries this morning. Oh, my God. We got to do a weather report at the top of each episode. (laughs) (laughs) Weather brought to you by. (laughs) Yeah. I like that idea.
0: Um, we should address, first of all, the significance of today's date. It is the one-year anniversary of November 8th, 2016, when Donald Trump was elected president of the United States. Ah. It was one year ago today. And what's interesting is we must not have taped on a Wednesday last year because we did a show on election night and I remember that because you came over and I had the news on and you said, this doesn't look very good. And That's I was right, like, no, no, did. it's early. It'll be okay. That's right, we
1: did. And now we're just like completely void of hope and optimism. Oh, my God, yeah. It's, Goodness gracious. It's funny how common just stuff about like, oh, God, the the United States is a wasteland. It's, yeah. It's actually just, we always
0: talk about this, but. Well, you know what? The, the surrealism hasn't worn off yet. Like, no. I think at the time we were like, this I can't even fully accept that this is real, but maybe in a few months I'll just be angry and I'll accept that it's real. There's still a big part of me that like every now and then stops and goes, that happened and it's still happening. <laughs> and it's happening as we speak. Yeah. And it's still happening and it's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like that man is still fucking my sister. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> oh like it's basically still happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's a gross image, Trump. uh, Especially with your sister Oh boy (laughs) I know, oh I know, what a beast (laughs) Uh, The Crown has made its casting decision for the new Liz, new QE2 Are you familiar with the structure of The Crown? How Mm -hmm. they decided they want to go about this series? So the new season, season 2 starts pretty soon Yeah It's all done Claire Foy, Matt Smith... They're out after season two. Really? I think it's structured to be a six-season series. Oh,
1: and they're trying to do like two young years, two middle, middle age, age, two too old.
0: Oh, wow! Right. So they got this uh, this actress named Olivia Coleman. I think she's forty-three years old. And she looks the part. She's she's quite like a quite a well uh, groomed character actress from the UK. Okay. I don't know a whole lot about her, but she's been in things. Okay. She's going to be taking over that part. It'd be interesting. How Interesting to see how hardcore fans of that show react when it suddenly looks like an entirely different show. Yeah.
1: I like that. Yeah, it's cool. It's experimental. Totally changes it up. You're, you're jumping century to century. Right. No, decade to decade.
0: Well, and we're covering all the significant points of this woman's life. Yeah. And not just a little era. And casting the same 24 year old to play her
1: like in old age makeup right when she it just wouldn't work you're right and i'm I'm more curious about what happens throughout the entirety of her life yeah in six seasons rather than you know six seasons age 25 to 31 i kind of think recasting doesn't happen
0: enough anyway like we're sure we have this we have this sense that when somebody new gets cast for some other part that's previously been portrayed by somebody else, or like a good example would be, like the Bourne movies. Sure, that's a great example. Or, or like, or like Han Solo in the Solo movie. Like, mm-hmm, sure. Oh, he doesn't look anything like Harrison Ford. Isn't it more important that he convey the tone and the attitude of Harrison Ford? Right. Because who knows what the original Hamlet looked like? But the the current portrayers of that character don't
1: look like him. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that's not the best example. <laughs> well, it's just probably the vaguest character you could have chosen. I no guess I just wanted
0: that. to pick like a really early theatrical sure. example. I see what you're saying. Uh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> that guy doesn't look anything like Jesus Christ. <laughs> he doesn't look like Barry Gibb. <laughs> exactly. The original Jesus Christ. So while PG. we're on the topic, do they or don't they
1: recast Kevin Spacey in House of Cards? I think... I think they just cut House of, Lard, House of, House of Lards, House House Cards of loose.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, just
1: throw the deck out.
0: Oh, I know. I feel bad for all the people, not just the people working on the show, but all the people who have invested years into seeing what comes of it because, if nothing else, it's well, been a few they were years... Watching-
1: a, a a molester? I know. An adulterer? I know. Adulterer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Well, they shouldn't be watching them, sweets. No. And no. frankly, in my opinion, they should go to hell and burn forever.
0: <laughs> we are no longer watching Kevin Spacey. You're right. We're not doing that. Right. That's not the point. But the show and the fans of the show who otherwise thought it was fine, mm-hmm. if a little bit dull for the last couple of years, were surely only sticking around with the hope that there would be some incredibly active payoff in the final season. Yeah. Something really, really monumentous happens. We can say now, um, and I've been sitting on this for a couple of years, Francis is supposed to get killed mm-hmm. by his wife. That's oh, how House of Cards no ends. no way! Yeah. And I'm just kind of surprised that hasn't, like, come out. But, yeah. But it doesn't matter now, because they're going to have to go some other way. Whether they come back from this season, she's already killed him, mm-hmm. or... Or if they don't come back, or they just recast. I think this is a rare opportunity to comfortably recast, have a mug to the camera, and and just acknowledge it the way Francis might,
1: and uh, carry on. What if, like Jeremy Irons or something? Wouldn't it be badass if if that character just completely died? Like if we're really going with the narrative of you know women. Are just as, just as as talented and just as, you know, you know should be recognized the same as men in Hollywood. Right. Why don't we just let Claire take over? Well, exactly. As the like, listen, and she's, I killed Francis.
0: Yeah. And she's an example of that. And she has proven to be more compelling on that show, I think, than was originally conceived. Totally.
1: So wouldn't that be a badass move? Man, I should be writing on this show. Look, she
0: is just as menacing as he was anyway. Yeah, definitely. But the show is bland. Mm-hmm. Now that they're discussing, instead spinning it off into a Doug Stamper show, sounds like the most horrendous idea. I did not know that that. was I a... hate it. It's not necessarily happening, but like, as menacing as he is, he is so dull and 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 dreary. There's no like, <laughs> yeah. there's no saving grace in him. At least uh, Francis like had some quippy lines, mm-hmm. and they're, like so there's a charisma even to Robin Wright. Right um, Although it's it's pretty, pretty rare with her She's pretty stoic Right He's even more so, Doug He's just got no He doesn't have an interesting bone in his body When he was stalking a hooker And then buried her He was mm-hmm. still boring
1: Yeah <laughs> Like
0: I was like, oh, when's he gonna pick up the bottle again? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh, now he's in physiotherapy. This is gonna be a good episode. <laughs> Keep working on those leg lifts, Doug. As if it was it was uh, previously a possibility that somebody might take the heat off Harvey Weinstein. Right. It turned out to be Kevin Spacey.
1: What? Yeah. What? I mean, and it was always kind of, you know, there were there were jokes about it. Like, this isn't the first time that it's.
0: Right, but the same mentioned. the same way. There's been jokes about Brian Singer, but you like to assume mm-hmm. that maybe these guys just like their men re- really young, not boys. Is it Brian Singer or Brian Grazer? I don't know who Brian Grazer is, but Brian Singer definitely has a reputation, really, for have for hosting parties in oh. in which the there are there are young lads. Oh, really? fair to be. But not necessarily children. In fact, I've heard that he cards at his parties because he doesn't want to... Uh, <laughs> right, get into this situation. But there's also instances of minors having been charged by him, so... Wow. He's definitely not Lily White. Plus, you know, he made the usual suspects with Kevin Spacey.
1: <laughs> so they're just, like, hanging out together. Who knows kind of what was going on on that set, nefarious Nefarious parties.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so it's it's just been an interesting time and an interesting couple of weeks for us not to have been around to comment on 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 popular culture because it's it's been one of the most unusual times in popular culture in my lifetime totally in like
1: Hollywood news did you see the um What's the Billy Eichner show? Um, difficult People. Difficult People. Did you see the highlight reel of all of the Kevin Spacey jokes? It wasn't had just like that? a
0: couple. It was like clearly a deliberate reoccurring oh, yeah. like, gag on that what,
1: show. What do little little kids not like? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> like talking about the Kevin Spacey masterclass. So. I'd like to do that show next week on the podcast. Yeah. I was. Yeah. You know what? I was kind of considering once i saw that yesterday considering making that one of the shows we paired it with yeah he's really hot right now billy eichner yeah he's really caught totally. i like him a lot. in the lion king cast yeah that was a big deal. the lion king cast is crazy yeah
0: but there's no surprises we knew it all i don't know how it got so Did we much know attention that
1: Beyonce was gonna be nala
0: uh maybe it wasn't confirmed okay of course, that's what people ran away with. Like she's playing this tertiary character with six lines in The Lion King and people are like reporting that Beyoncé is going to star in The Lion King. Right. Have you seen The Lion King? Yeah. There are no considerable female roles in that, and that's why Beyoncé got the role because as beautiful and talented and graceful as she is, mm-hmm. excuse me, she has no personality. D- were there any well,
1: that's my hot take on Beyoncé. Uh, yeah, wow. Just throwing down the gauntlet on Bey. Yeah. Wait, were there any um returning cast members is anyone playing the same character james, as earl, jones. james earl jones James and not not jeremy irons who's- that's
0: that's what people hoped would gotcha would have a, a re- reprisal for the scar role who is uh playing rafiki oh shoot it's somebody good
1: it's someone that i didn't really recognize
0: really yeah hang on a second let me take a look i know the new the new scar is Chiwetel Ejiofor. 4 right so that'd be really good from we like got- 12 years of slave uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And like a bunch of things. He's in Love Actually. He's sure. been around a lot. Oh, really? Um, and Seth Rogen and, and Billy Eichner are Timon and Pumbaa. Yep. Donald Clover is old Simba. They've got like this new kid playing young Simba. right uh, Lion King. Looking it up now. The Lion King 2019. Starring. Uh, oh, Keegan-Michael Key is going to play Kamari, whoever that is. Alfre Woodard, Sarabi... Oh, uh, Zazu is John Oliver. That's awesome. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't know who this Rafiki guy
1: is. His name is John Connie. John. John. Con- John Canny. Oh, he, interesting. Looks like a singer in this picture. Man, how close is uh, is our boy Childish Gambino to getting a EGOT? Yeah, that could happen. Like he could have the Ego after this year because he's got an Emmy and a Grammy. Yep, that's right. he he's could got a couple. He could members. make an Oscar run, like pretty quick and then yeah. at gonna, some point in his life do the tony
0: he's not gonna make he's not gonna win an oscar for voice or like, voicing simba that's probably true i i think that musicians are pretty much the only ones who can get egots like i think i think like Whoopi goldberg is an exception because she won a grammy for a comedy album but mm-hmm. like for the most part it pretty much has to be composers because mm-hmm. Written music, original music scores, are the only things that exist in television, film, stage, and well, I mean, what does Childish Gambino do? He's a composer. You're right. He's a, he's a songwriter. So, but I think I think if he's going to win an Academy Award, it's probably going to have to be an original song.
1: Yeah, he could do a Lion King song, maybe. Yeah, so weird.
0: remix azabenya <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> no, of course not. They, that's like Swahili for Azabena. "Look, a lion." It's a lion. Yeah, yeah. It's this not that clever Look lyric. a maybe.
1: lion. There's a line. Uh,
0: no Harvey Weinstein jokes at the Oscars, Jimmy Kimmel has decreed, which is very interesting. Because mm-hmm. it seems like with last year having the obvious, the obvious elephant in the room is the mm-hmm. follow-up year to Oscars So White. Just going to make a lot of jokes about all the uh, diversity in the awards in 2016. Or 2017 and now in 2018
1: obviously the elephant in the room is going to be all the sexual harassment and and assault charges in that's Hollywood. right so you think he won't necessarily mention harvey weinstein but i think he'll still kind of go there with what's going on in i mean Hollywood. how can you not it seems insane not to yeah he has not made a lot of weinstein jokes on the show though really yeah do, do you think they're maybe close or something i don't know about close oh you know who is close with him though weinstein yeah the well, I mean, through Miramax, you got to think that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, although they've been like, oh, you know, that's maybe they're tight. They are tight with Jimmy Kimmel. Well, maybe there's some sort of well, in fact, connection there.
0: When I think it was good damage control because when the the spotlight started to be turned on Matt Damon and Ben Affleck mm-hmm. Matt Damon turned up for more cameos on Kimmel than he normally would.
1: oh wow yeah he
0: was around a lot and that yep. was ingratiating to him yeah now the he and Ben and, and Clooney and all those guys have openly said no, I didn't like this guy I worked with him and we had we had a professional relationship at a time but I did not like him We're he was buds. a bully and, and the other thing is when Harvey Weinstein was his most serially predatory, mm-hmm. Uh, ben Affleck was dating Gwyneth Paltrow. So they have the inside on him being a monster. Right. Yeah.
1: I didn't even know that relationship existed. Yeah.
0: Wow. She dated Brad Pitt, then Ben Affleck, then Chris Martin. She had a real run of handsome men.
1: Definitely. Well, while we're on the topic of Jimmy Kimmel, we were talking a little bit today about the guest hosts yeah. of Jimmy Kimmel. That that was kind of an interesting week. It's the second time he's done it now. He did it the week where his son was born with the, with the heart... Uh, no Ellen's.
0: way. Who yeah. who guest hosted that week? The big one was Kristen Bell. Oh, okay. she really crushed it. Uh, wow, I can't really remember anybody else. But but this, uh, this and she week, was on as recently, a guest. She was on when Dave Grohl was the host. Yeah, and she was really good. She was very charming. She's so winning. Yeah. Uh, Shaq did it first, and Channing Tatum was on. He was he was very charming as well. Yeah. He okay. had Ellen as his guest, so that was kind of a safe right, a safe
1: uh, person to have on. Um, who else did they have? Oh, Jennifer Lawrence, Shaq, Allen, Jennifer Lawrence, and Dave Grohl. Yeah. So that was it's just four times a week. Yeah. I I'd like to go see the Kristen Bell one. I, it makes me like her so much more after watching The Good Place. Yeah. Like that. That's a show where it sets her up as someone that I really like in my mind. She's it, always been really likable d- in things. That's true. Did you see the the variety thing about like it's like. Uh, Mila Kunis and Katherine Hahn, Katherine Hahn and uh Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. And they're all like t- trying to feel what's in the box. Oh, I didn't see that. No. Oh, it's really it's really good. Like there's just they're not allowed to look at what's in the box, but there's like you know, there's like a chicken and a millipede, and so and it's like they keep getting freaked out. Yeah, and they're like, "What the hell is going on?" And Kristen Bell's really funny. I mean. They're promoting uh, Bad Moms Christmas right now. Yeah, but Kristen Bell wasn't in the Bad Moms movie, was she? Oh, yeah. She was. Yeah, oh, okay. she. They were. It was those three. But they were the Bad Moms. Yeah, and now they have now they their own, own Bad, moms, bad moms. Are in it. Bad Moms was not a very good film. And no, I like all that.
0: three of those women. I find them hilarious. Yeah, uh, but Becky and I went to see it, and then I did a break on the on the radio show the next day about how bad it was, and I got like hate mail. You got flack. Yeah, I remember
1: that? I got flack. Um, watched uh, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. yeah, you're satisfied. Was good. Yeah, great one. Wasn't yeah. uh, like I'm kind of getting tired of Marvel movies. Wasn't of tired of that one at all. It no, was, like, I think that's what made it kind special. of a shot it was of light, really fresh.
0: Although, did you kind of feel like there was a little bit too much? Marvel Cinematic Universe?
1: Uh no, you know, I was so removed from it that like this was this was the first movie in a while that I've seen, so it was yeah, kind of I a I mean,
0: I like I like Tony Stark obviously,
1: fresher. but I just I don't think
0: he needs to be present in every major Marvel movie. Yeah, And like I know that he has like this fatherly relationship with the new Peter Parker or whatever, but mm-hmm. without doing the origin story, we still could have given Spider-Man his own movie. Yeah. I think also, The other thing is I didn't. It didn't really feel like A New York movie Like it's It's often compared to Like John Hughes high school movies And I definitely got that vibe But such a big part of Spider-Man is like The Empire State Building And the Statue of Liberty Right And so much Like a huge the, One of the biggest Action sequences Happens in Washington D.C. And yeah. Then it, towards the end It's like out in the docks And like there's a lot of it That takes place in Queens Or wherever he's in high school So there's very little Like Manhattan Yeah In Spider-Man
1: Homecoming And I noticed that Right Good point the um, yeah, you're right. No upside down kiss. No, that's true. That's <laughs> iconic. Um, the other movie that's kind of making waves right now. I think Thor was number one. Thor Ragnarok. Did you watch it? I haven't I- seen it. No. I heard what? people at work talking about it today.
0: Right, and I'm sure it's good, and it's getting great reviews, and I've heard it's hilarious. And yeah,
1: well, they say it, they're like really going for it on the comedy. So it's like almost go expecting... Yeah, but two Thors were comedies too. They were. Yeah. But they said really go, kind of expecting like a funny movie because that's what it Look, I'm
0: sure it's good, but like better. like you, I agree that it's just it's there's too much fatigue for Marvel stuff right now. Yeah. If if you got me in the chair, I'm sure I'd have a blast. Totally. But it's just it seems like I, I i I there's other things coming like I really want to see murder on the Orient Express, which comes out on yeah on Friday. How's that doing reviews wise? It's in the sixties on r t okay, so I'm sure it's okay, yeah, it probably deserves a little better cast wise mm-hmm. hey, speaking of great casts and movies that don't have an excuse not to be good, have you seen the new trailer for this movie The Post? No, okay. Starring Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks in the lead roles. Yeah, and Holy Steven hell.
1: Spielberg's directing it. Okay, Spielberg, I heard a little bit about it. I he got a little Bradley called.
0: Whitford in there. Sarah Paulson wow. from the, the American crime and uh, horror yep. story stuff. She's amazing. Uh, Alison Brie is in this thing. It's uh, oh, uh, Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk. What's the cast about? is bananas. It's based on a true story. I think it's like Nixon-era journalism.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, it's basically kind of like an uh, an all-the-presidents-men kind of story about um, like journalism when, when the— Yeah, it's kind of like it's uh, all-the-presidents-men turned spotlight back to all-the-presidents-men yeah. kind of idea. about yeah, Certainly journalists go in the distance to figure out what's going on.
0: Yeah, no excuse not to be good.
1: And especially now that they know who Deep Throat is, I wonder if they're going to explore that at all. Yeah. Like, if, if they're straight up just gonna go into, like, yeah, it's this guy, so we're just gonna go talk to this guy. I don't know, it's brand new. It's, it's like, the movie wasn't made, like, this week. It, it's it's really got, like, Oscar uh, written all over it. Right. It's, yeah. like, it's probably going to be nominated and we can probably say that before it's even out
0: There's going to be there's a lot of ones that that are already looking like oscar movies
1: kind of a weird year for i i hadn't really thought about it and then i heard a podcast where people are like this is the worst year for oscars what a stupid attitude four <laughs> months before the oscars yeah that's the worst thing i've heard well first this, of all, all the great movies come out in december january well that's a good point that's a good point, but I just mean like, you know, as far as summer blockbusters go and stuff, they were like, you know, there wasn't real... They're, they're making the argument, and we talked about it a little bit too, that Stranger Things is probably a more significant thing than Look, any movie that's coming. out. I out
0: love Stranger year. Things, and I buy into the idea that TV is the new movie. But in terms of blockbusters this summer, we had a Spider-Man movie and Guardians of the Galaxy... We also had right. Baby Driver, which was bigger than anybody imagined it would be. Yeah, but and it was in kind terms of a of,
1: slow burn on that, wasn't it? Like,
0: it wasn't a, a blockbuster. Who cares if it made any money at all? If we're talking about awards season, it was phenomenal. The other thing is The Big Sick came out, like, six months before it should have, and it's still going to be nominated That's for true. Get Out is going to be nominated for shit. That's true. Molly's so Game isn't out yet. Lady Bird isn't out yet. The movie with Steve yeah. Carell and uh, Emma Stone as Billie Jean King is going to get nominated. There's all kinds of stuff that's going to be, like, as big. As any other year at the Oscars, you think so? Yes, it's the same every well, year. You well, always the, think the Oscars what is are are always going to
1: happen. You're right. Yeah. But th- well, there were years for sure where there weren't as memorable movies. Sure. Like yeah. you look at like Oscar season to season. <laughs> the cat <laughs> is cat is officially in a box. She's fine. She'll be all right. The uh, the year that that um, you know, like you had like the Saving Private Ryan year. You had yeah. a year like. There's years the year where Shawshank just, and Forrest Gump were both nominated. That's right. There's yeah. amazing years, and then there's years where I'm—I don't know—like Crash ends up winning Best Picture.
0: Yeah, but what should have won the year Crash was nominated? I have it, no it, like, idea. It beat
1: a bunch of stuff that was
0: really good. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Becky. Uh, Mia keeps like rocking at the closet door or whatever. If she does that again, can you stop her, please? Okay.
1: I had the... Oh, okay. If we just crush, um, crush up some some gravel. Yeah, just sedate the thing. And just sedate the thing. I haven't done that, although part of me wants to. She'll pass out before. I look mean, it's yeah, not... Look at how much attention she needs. Oh, adapt what that noise. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cats in a box. I know. It, we should make a drop for cats in a box whenever this happens. She's gonna make cat kick a cat. cat. Happen. That's fine. Okay. Okay, we get to go back to the show. All right. You're all about having new drops in sound effects in this podcast. I want so badly to just have drops and stingers that we can use to segment the show. Okay, well, we can do that. Did cat you, break. Did, did you get anywhere today a on doing that? Cat break would actually be decent too. Uh, yes, I did. I took a lot of a lot of unnecessary heat from the producer that I asked. To, to I'm not a little bit together. surprised.
0: He loves to spar with you. Yeah, you're and right. anybody.
1: You're right. He was like he started making he started pulling the mic, being like. Two douchebags talking about TV. <laughs> that's not it's bad. It's the show, show with Sweets and Slaney, and it's I was not like, bad. "That's actually." And then I watched him delete it. I was like, "That was that was good." Yeah, that would have been fine.
0: Yeah, I you have, really have quite the affinity for like like uh, classic I love, shock jock radio, the deep voice. Yeah,
1: deep voice guy. We call he, it Ronnie actually, Radio
0: or Johnny Radio. That's
1: right. He actually didn't didn't use that at all. He was like two douchebags talking about radio. That's how, how he talks. Sweets and Slaney. I can yeah. hear him doing that. Yeah good guy talented guy
0: uh stranger things without giving away any spoilers for stranger things too we wouldn't do that holy hell we
1: finished that quick oh, i think we so both good. finished that within five days
0: yeah it was it was so gratifying and you know what it was so scary it was, it was scary like, It they said it was going to be scarier and bigger and weirder than last season mm-hmm. and it, it was in every way they they met
1: the expectations and i didn't think that was possible probably better than the first season yeah. everyone's loving steve Steve Steve's such a champion. Steve's man. having such a moment. Steve it's amazing. Steve Harrington. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's a did, hero. Did you see the funnier? Die thing? I saw it right before coming over. And it was like a fake Tinder profile for Steve. <laughs> it says, like, I'm 5'8", but 6'1", with the hair. Uh, <laughs> it gives, like, his astrological sign. And it says, like, nothing can come in between me and my kids. <laughs> we have a great babysitter. <laughs> yeah, That's the... Yeah. He, he has... The, the, well, there was also a movie poster made... That's like the babysitter right. and the eye in it is the the bat with the nails coming out of it. Oh, I saw. God, that's spectacular. Good. So, yeah. the Duffer brothers announced this week that
0: shocking, Eleven was not supposed to survive season 1. That Netflix intervened and said she's supposed she should probably live. And wow. good note. It's yeah, but, but I feel like that's not a really big shocking revelation. They kind of implied that she died anyway in season 1 other than that there was a little tease at the end where Hopper goes into the woods with the Eggos. But yeah. like it it wasn't like a a, a big earth shattering piece
1: of news that eleven because the whole point is sacrifice. Right. Yeah, I agree. Well, there's there's a few things. One of the things, and this is a bit of a spoiler alert, but remember when Eleven comes back and she kills that one demi dog? Yeah. Why was there only one demi dog there? They were like all rolling in packs at that point. Yeah, I don't know. It was like just because it was way easier for her to just throw one in. You know what turned out to be one, the one of the most popular things of this new
0: season? What? First episode back, Dustin's purple Brontosaurus sweatshirt. Oh did you not catch this? I might have caught it originally. Cause I, caught it, about I it. cause I caught it right away. And it's it's like a purple hoodie that Dustin is wearing. And it's <laughs> yeah. dope. It's like a picture of a Brontosaurus skeleton and it says like Michigan State Natural History Museum or something. It's like a clearly a gift shop yeah. sweatshirt. <laughs> right. And it says Brontosaurus Thunder Lizard and dustin was wearing i noticed it right away i zeroed right in on it and i thought that sweater is the best i want that sweater and i was not alone and this museum got inundated with calls from people asking about this sweater they're like we haven't made this sweater since 1982 wow And so they decided to remake the sweater awesome today it went on sale they made 400 grand what what a license to print money yeah did you buy one no, I didn't know it was happening, but I am going to get one cuz yeah. it's amazing. It's a purpose. You're right. It's a license to print money. It's the same with Eggos. Yeah. Kellogg's, they just like for some reason they picked Eggos yep. to be a thing mm-hmm. and Kellogg's just sat back
1: and watched the money come in. And it's funny, they're not they're not even making any bones about like calling them just like store-bought waffles. They're calling them straight up Eggos. And sure. I almost wonder if it's a product placement thing at this point. It wasn't originally. No, but now they're just getting it. Yeah. Yeah, they and definitely it, lean in. I think about Eggos probably three times a day since it's, come on. I'm going to buy some egos. I want it works so badly. Plus, if I start eating
0: egos, maybe I'll develop telekinesis.
1: Yeah, I think that's the way the way it works. That's what Stranger Things is trying to tell you. It yeah, was the so egos right. that gave Eleven her power. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she just discovers
0: egos in the first season. Yeah, yeah, it clearly exactly. had already been institutionalized her whole life.
1: That's right. Uh, yeah, I guess we shouldn't give any more spoilers. We won't, out, we won't.
0: But I mean, if you're if you're putting it off and you like the first season, you're not necessarily as jazzed as other people. I would definitely watch the second season. You will not be disappointed. One spoiler that I will give: Eleven. It's a lot of egos. She does have egos in this season for sure. But egos. It's just one of those shows that make you sh- makes
1: you shout out loud when you watch it. Yeah. Like I don't know if you're like that, but like Well, we were talking about the the last episode. Yep. And Jen and I were like, no, no, oh my... And it wasn't even, like, the, the it conflict wasn't had been resolved yep. at this point. Yep, <laughs> It was all just, like,
0: character-based There, It's a very feelsy last 13 yeah. minutes of the season. Oh, God, You're yeah. right, it's beautiful. No, but Becky and I just found ourselves screaming at the TV, like, go, go, go! We're, like, yeah, doing yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. a lot, and we're, sure. like, sweaty, and we're on the edge sure. of our seats. It was just so entertaining. Yeah. Great characters. Uh, speaking of great ensembles, there was a little discussion that... The 70s show might make a movie. Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama had said this about two weeks ago in the press. He's like, just so you know, like it is kind of in talks we might do with that 90s movie. Oh, with like a, a 90s With full cast comeback and everything. And then it came out that Danny Masterson almost definitely raped four women. Whoa, so, what? Yeah. I did not hear this. You didn't hear about this? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Can you guess, Slaney, why you didn't hear about it? Or why it didn't become the biggest news story?
1: Uh, because Trump? No. Yeah. So Trump's out there blocking Danny Masterson, their buds, (laughs) doesn't want anyone to find out what happened. Okay, you're on to something. Okay. Major uh, organizational uh, conspiracy
0: to cover up shame. Netflix?
1: No, Scientology. (laughs) Oh, right. I forgot the Mastersons and their Scientology. The, the, uh, The
0: headlines were, in spite of overwhelming evidence to incriminate, Danny Masterson will not be losing his job. Netflix will not be ending The Ranch. Whoa. It's so weird because, like— Ashton Kutcher staying cool with Danny Masterson. Well, but Ashton Kutcher has done so much uh, to service abused women, and usually, like, uh, uh, children, but— Still, it doesn't seem like he'd be cool with a guy who has that kind of rap sheet, much less give him a job on the show The Ranch. So four women came out against him? Yeah, he definitely raped those four women. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're he's saying a, he's a rapist. You're certain sure. about this. Dude, like is is Harvey Weinstein a rapist? Is Kevin Spacey a pedophile? Yeah. It's all
1: true. Alright. It's all true. Yeah, I I yeah, I I mean once you have four people coming out that's right pretty damning right right now ed westwick only has one person and he claims to not
0: even know who she is oh ed west as west, he's west, he's is that what his name is ed west ed west
1: something very british he's so. the guy from gossip girl right and, and white gold and white gold <laughs> yeah god if we would have had that when we were talking about white gold the i know it would, have, whole have, would have made fuel. that show a whole lot
0: more interesting they're talking about doing a blair witch tv series boo you know what that doesn't work. The whole point of the Blair Witch is that it's supposed to be found footage. It's supposed to like not actually be a production studio production. It's just supposed to be a thing that like That's is right. accidental. And if it's like a planned TV show and we know about it, it's lost everything. Unless
1: they make it like Hannibal. Like did you watch the Hannibal TV show at all? Did you ever hear hear about how crazy and weird the Hannibal TV no. show was? No, of course it was I didn't just watch like Hannibal. Well, it was like a it was on NBC at like 10:30, but it was a weird like mind-trippy super like dark like mind hunter on steroids kind of show okay it was super 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 weird so i'm like if they made it's based on this really weird movie yeah but it just like like i remember there was like a scene where he was just like lying i think naked on like a bunch of naked dead bodies and it was like his like thoughts as he was like weird shit like that man You know, not, not like
0: non-traditional storytelling, not
1: just devices, Hannibal Lecter talking to Clarice about shit he did. I figured that wasn't what the show was. Yeah, (laughs) it was. But anyway, so yeah, I guess maybe if they make a Blair Witch show that's that dark and that
0: weird. Other TV shows. uh, (laughs) You wanted to get off the (laughs) topic. Yeah, I don't know where you're getting going with this. It's going to be weird. It's probably. I just think it
1: would like if if it was like that,
0: it would maybe take off. Other TV shows in the works mindy kaling is producing a four
1: weddings and a funeral tv show now, doesn't
0: that sound like the most mindy kaling thing ever
1: yeah she's do you know she's pregnant and yeah. they don't know who the baby daddy is i mean like she's yeah. not there's no discussion about who that yeah, is that's which, true. Yeah. which is fine yeah, but yeah, it is but it just makes me immediately wonder if any of them are her boyfriends from the show oh Any of them, like i'm like is it bj novak they do have a history do they
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's this whole thing. She talked about it on Howard about how um, they were dating in the office. Like that's why Kelly and Ryan were a couple because they were dating, oh. and then he broke her heart, and they stayed cool, I
1: guess. Interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. No, I don't think. I don't think so. I think that maybe she just has like a private situation. But you're right. It's weird that the press doesn't seem to want to know. It's almost like they're they're pegging her for the for the strong woman who doesn't need no man, which is cool, but like. It just speaks to all of the, the artifice in, in strategized media. Yeah, I think they might have cared for a bit, and then they just kind of stopped. Maybe, yeah. It took a little while to confirm it, even though it seemed pretty obvious, Yeah, I think.
1: Right.
0: Lord of the Rings TV series, man.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awful. You must have heard about this. No, I actually didn't. Really, it was a pretty big one.
0: Yeah, tra- I, it's awful. It's an awful idea. Yeah. I haven't heard a single person go. Oh, hang on, now that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's widely understood that those three movies were spectacular and perfect adaptations. Mm-hmm. They were not that long ago. Mm-hmm. That like the that the production could be stronger now. Right. What is the point? And what well, is it going to be like Netflix? Or we don't know anything. It's uh. it's very early talks. Yeah. I don't know about this. Like, there's there's no shortage of space within Middle Earth to explore, but just what's the point? I mean, there's no shortage of of fantasy properties
1: yet unadapted. Also, mm. that's true. Or at least another like, is there any other Tolkien like the Silmarillion or something? There you go. Yeah, but I somebody said on Reddit this week that it is kind
0: of built episodically. But that it's not—it's almost not compelling in a in a long form narrative context. That it's almost like a textbook. I don't know if that's the truth, but
1: it's not—it's not like his strong story. I think it's got a bunch of things working against it. Like everyone definitely knows where the show is going. Like it's not like you're—it's not like hey, here's a cliffhanger. What's gonna happen with? And it's also not like they have so much material yet unexplored.
0: Like, I know there's stuff in the books that aren't in the movies, but they mm-hmm. didn't keep those movies short. Like, right. there's like 12 hours of Lord of the Rings films and yeah. then The Hobbit. So yeah. like, it's okay. We we have enough. Mm-hmm. This is like a rare example where it was actually really well serviced and everybody agrees it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the point.
1: I'm only on board if they bring... Um... Samwise Weisgandry back as Sean Astin. <laughs> or vice <laughs> versa. Comes back as Sean Astin. <laughs> hey, he's just like, hey, I'm Sean Astin. You might remember me from Netflix's Stranger Things. He was good. Two. He was good, wasn't he? He was great, yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele
0: is going to produce a reboot of The Twilight Zone, which also seems kind of backwards. Hmm. Jordan Peele, who like, kind of became known this year as the, the film guy who actually can come up with original stories, like in this world of only reboots and remakes and sequels upon sequels upon sequels, He comes up with the rare original story, and now he's going to reboot a spooky show that already existed a long time ago.
1: Yeah, and well, I wonder if it's going to be like he's going to reboot it, but it's essentially going to be like new stories. Black Mirror. Yeah, we have Black Mirror. (laughs) Yeah, we have Black Mirror. So it's going to be like the Twilight Zone, but just science fiction without technology. Seems unnecessary. Yeah, but there would have been technology in the Twilight Zone
0: if technology was like if the technology revolution had happened in the '60s.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I'm interested yeah i'm interested I'm it, it just chance. seems like an unnecessary thing there's t- there's a study this week that said there's too much on television there's too much on television yeah, people feel overwhelmed we're just more inclined to rewatch. their season nine of family guy for the eighth time because it's
1: safe well that's why these people need to listen to the show show for guidance yeah. on what to watch that's true we're helping them through the t- like i think that was one of the names that we had for the show show was too many shows yeah that was that was it went through the the beta process right
0: but oh, we want the show show. Too, there's too many shows. There's too much on. You're right. That is okay. one of the, one of the early names. Mm-hmm. The Hugh Hefner movie is dead. The is one it? where, uh, Jared Leto was going to play Hugh Hefner. <laughs> okay. And who was going to, who was going to direct it? It was one of the guys who has since been, uh, accused of was sexual it like harassment. was Brett Ratner or something? It was Brett Ratner. <laughs> Brett Ratner
1: right. was going to produce it and Jared Leto, who's also been accused. Yeah.
0: Both of those guys have been accused of, of God. serial sexual harassment, uh, and Jared Leto of, of, uh, having inappropriate relations with the minors. Uh, brett raider g- falls at the center of all of this accusations meanwhile he's in pre-production on a movie about a guy who serially abused women and like uh commercialized and commodified women uh and jared leto was quick to say what? i was never gonna play hugh hefner Hafner hugh was attached to play women? yeah i mean like he didn't necessarily hit them or maybe he did but he contributed to a culture that commodified women sure yeah
1: yeah, I I would recommend watching the the documentary on Hugh Hefner because there's some serious, uh, there's a lot to unpack there. I know his politics were
0: liberal, mm-hmm. but d- dude was wrong about some things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. That movie's so dead. It's, it's dead. <laughs> Guillermo, de, Guillermo, del, Guillermo del del Toro. Guill-toro. Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. His Pinocchio movie, which has kind of long been looked forward to. (laughs) Oh,
1: really? Yeah. I did not know about that. He and Robert
0: Downey Jr. both want to do a live action Pinocchio movie, but like a dark, like Brothers Grimm Pinocchio. Okay. And uh, it's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, The Orville got renewed for a second season. Did it? Yeah, it did.
1: Interesting. Uh, We watched, can I tell you that we watched through episode, I think four and we stopped, yeah, so abruptly, Hold stop, because there was a certain episode, and and I saw it like written about on the AV Club, where there there you know there's that like um, homogenous sex, like they're all like one sex, and there's that crew member that's on the ship. And there's a certain episode where he's like just sitting on an egg, waiting for it to incubate. And okay, part- did that
0: happen in the first episode?
1: No, I think it might have happened in the second episode. Okay, I wouldn't have seen it then. And so his partner is also like the same sex. Like it's it's essentially like they're all supposed to be male. Sure. But they have the kid and it's female. Oh. And so they're supposed to get this procedure done back on their, um, back on their planet. Mm-hmm. And the whole staff is like. You know, no, you shouldn't. This shouldn't be what happens. Like, you know, it's not a it's not a birth defect. It's a right. It's a, a sex. You shouldn't perform a, a let them be who they are. Exchange. Yeah. that's right. And. um they, you know, they bring in this girl from the planet that that they didn't know actually existed, and she's, like, one of the most famous, like, authors, and everyone quotes her book and stuff, and they're quoting it throughout the episode, and you find out at the end, oh, it's by this lady. Anyway, <laughs> the the judge... The judge. I love when you try
0: and retell the whole plot of a whole episode of a TV show. The <laughs> judge ends up ruling
1: that the baby should get the sex change. Oh, and that's the end of the show. And it's really like dark. That is dark. And it's like they're them being like, "Well, we'll try to love her the way we would have." Uh, Is it a
0: commentary on
1: oppressive governments Having control over other people's reproductive rights Listen man I don't know exactly what they were going for <laughs> on it But it did not work
0: like, No it didn't it sell It
1: did not work at all I, I didn't watch the next episode I don't know if maybe there was a redemption But like we looked up We looked up the uh, The reviews After that episode yeah. And they're like oh my god What the fuck was happening in this episode oh my god. Didn't make any sense
0: Well, I'm sorry to hear that. So you're not going to watch any more of The Orville.
1: I think, well, we haven't watched it since. It wasn't a decision that her and I came up with together. It was just like, what else is on? (laughs) Oh,
0: well, okay. There's too much to watch. Like I said, you don't have to watch something that you're not feeling. Entirely too much shows. Me, myself, and I got canceled, which is the Bobby Monahan show. Oh, that sucks. And what did I
1: say? So quickly. It would
0: get canceled after six episodes. And how many episodes did they air?
1: six episodes six and and it's canceled i called that shit ah from it is kind of a bummer it is it for sure is did you um did you hear that they're apparently going to do a big brother celebrity edition oh lord and so there was talk at at one point of like bobby moynihan being one of the celebrities so not necessarily all celebrities but so there'd be i think some like normal peeps sure but also some celebs but he's like that's such a washed up celebrity thing to do well the only reason I think he was gonna be one of them and, and I think he he declined and said publicly like he wouldn't be in it right um but the only reason he was going to be on it was because he's a CBS star like I think that's probably ah. who they're gonna try to go for yeah God I hope they get like uh Mark Harmon or something well that's
0: the thing like if they're gonna do it's it's no different than dancing with the stars but it's more likely to get even trashier people because sometimes classy cool people retired athletes or whatever. Yep. journalists mm-hmm. end up going on dancing with the stars With something like big brother i mean you have to be kind of a blowhard anyway they're just gonna get tila tequila and mm. and her like you know her ilk some of the yeah like jersey shore people yeah they're gonna get poly d and they're gonna get <laughs> like the situation the, the situation's still too famous probably for
1: uh yeah. What about that? And uh, uh, speaking uh, speaking of CBS, that CBS All Access show, the one with uh, Will Ferrell, that looked really funny. Interesting, hey? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. He's it's doing TV. Will Ferrell and Tim Meadows and. uh that Tim Meadows has
0: always worked, eh? Yeah. Good for yeah, him. he's
1: he's never had a shortage of work. He was even on this season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, okay. He played like a child cannibal. Oh, God. (laughs) And it was so funny. They get away with a lot on that show, hey? No, Jake, I can't protect myself. It was small defenseless children that I ate. Yeah, they do get away with a lot on that show. They
0: do. It's good. The only other big entertainment news story that I wanted to talk about before we get to shows, and I realized we're taking a long time to get there, Mm -hmm. is this big uh, conspiracy between the LA Times and Disney. Disney, yeah. This is a huge deal. So it's my understanding, and I have only rudimentary understandings of exactly what went on here. Uh, There was an election in Anaheim, California, which happens to be where Disneyland is. Yes. Uh, Big Disney, Mm -hmm. the higher ups at Disney, somehow influenced the outcome of that election to benefit their enormous amount of real estate in the community of Anaheim. Mm -hmm. The LA Times then ran incriminating stories about disney's influence on those elections and as retaliation disney uh, would not honor media accreditation for the la times to review their movies such as thor ragnarok or star wars the last jedi and what happened was Every other movie critic in the industry and members of entertainment media jumped on Disney and said, "Are you kidding? Right. You, you can't, you can't choose your press. That's totally. completely fascist." And even some people that worked for Disney on certain films and stuff spoke. It's up. completely it's like, unconstitutional. Yeah. Uh, and so today they announced that they're going to lift their ban on the LA Times. Right. And everything is going to be kosher again. But they, it was one of the bigger PR disasters. Yeah. We've seen in a while.
1: Pretty ill-advised move
0: do i have that right is that your understanding of yeah what totally happened?
1: yeah yeah sketchy totally and i mean god who knew Anna, anaheim politics could get so so messy yeah um that's what happened all right well do we have any other uh, entertainment news no it wasn't that enough i think so Oh my god every little show that's rumored and every person who might have raped someone <laughs> oh god we should do another drop for like potential rapists. Oh, <laughs> should we not? Okay, we should not do you, that.
0: You have a real future in uh, <laughs> in in big boomy voice, big guy. Voice Can acting. Can you say
1: "in a world" for me? In a world. I like
0: it. Thanks. Get like a lot. All right, uh, it's your turn to go first. You get to pick which show. Both of the, both of these shows are are feminist shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're definitely
0: that. Then you know that. Hopefully that includes more shows than just these two. But that's really the only thing that unites these two programs. One hundred percent.
1: It's up to you which one you want to recap first. Okay, so I'm going to go with uh, Broad City. Ah, oh, fuck you! I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Why I, would I ever choose the I other show? I have no idea what happened in the other one. <laughs> it would not make any sense for you to do. It's right. I'm okay. bad. I'm bad with like my favorite shows, and this is one of my favorite shows, and I don't think I'm going to do it justice while I recap because okay. I didn't give it any. Prior thought. It's okay. You have, I
0: didn't give prior thought to either one, to okay, be honest. Good. You have 30 seconds to recap the pilot episode of Broad City. You may start in
1: three, two, one, go. Okay, so Abby and Alana are two best friends living in uh, New York. They're in their 20s and uh, basically working halfway jobs, one at like a, a Groupon-type place and the other at a gym. Um, they are trying to scrounge up enough money and bail from work to get tickets to a pop-up Lil Wayne concert. They try busking. It doesn't work. Uh, they try just cleaning Fred Armisen, the baby's house, and uh, they, he d- doesn't end up paying them. So they end up just getting drunk and wearing his clothes. Very good. That's exactly what happened. That's, that it, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, you nailed it. That's uh, one of your better recaps ever. For the first time yeah. ever I was able to do it. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. I started watching the fourth season, like, last... Two nights ago I think and we're flying through it for some reason and, I thought it was a sketch show for all this time it's been oh on really a, I always thought that it was like a like
0: a, a key and peel type show really I didn't know they were playing characters
1: they it, it, they do uh, really stand for women's rights that's kind of a big part of their personalities and and well but, I kind of took from it the premise of this show is girls are as gross as guys that, that totally yeah. totally and and they've even like you know the first or the second episode of the fourth season. They're, you know, walking through protesters wearing these vests and they're like guiding a girl into an abortion clinic. Oh, God. And uh, they're like, listen, you are strong. You are invincible. You like go in there, your body, your choice. And then they just like turn to the crowd and they're like, like, one of them lights up like a bowl, (laughs) blows it in this guy's face. They're like, seriously, dude? Like, chill out. You just need to (laughs) chill out. Yeah. And then they walk away, and the guy, you can see him, like, kind of getting high, and he just, like, drops a sign and goes, What am I doing here? <laughs> and just takes a big bite out of a cookie, and then the opening credits roll.
0: Tell me, how was Hillary Clinton ever on this show? Isn't that crazy? How How, is, how can she even justify... Yeah. it not being terrible for her image. And I'm not saying it
1: is. It's just like it's so the it's so the cool thing to do. Yeah. And she's not the cool thing to do. You're right. You're right. Well, and it's funny because this season too, I think they've got whoever they have working like I don't know and maybe it's a big like they have Amy Poehler first yeah. of all. And they're, I think they're that's UCB a alum also. Yeah. 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 So so I think they've got that going for them. Uh but there was also <laughs> the episode that we watched last night. There's kind of an on-running joke in the in the show that uh, Abby at the gym was a trainer, and she's not actually a trainer. Like, she's a janitor. Right. But there's an on-running joke that She's she, still a janitor in season four? No, she's not. Oh, actually, okay. there's, like, some growth. It's great. It's Good. great how the show's growing. Okay. Um, uh, Alana is also a waitress, and RuPaul is the boss. Yeah. And it's really, really funny. I heard that he was on it. Yeah. It's really funny. And uh, so... Anyways, there's an on-running joke that Abby trains Shania Twain. Okay. And Shania Twain was on the episode. Wow. Yeah. It was like like a funny big get. Those and then it's funny because you gets. reminded me that
0: Hillary Clinton was indeed on that the show. That is a weird... Like, it's one thing for Joe Biden and Michelle Obama to turn up on Parks and Recreation. That's yeah. a network sitcom that's safe and it's heartwarming. Yeah. This is like, says the C word... And there's tons of drugs in it. Like, for Hillary Clinton to show up in it is like,
1: oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. They've, they, I mean, they started a little bit of a movement. That's cool. Yeah. It's totally cool. And, and like, there's – it's kind of fresh. Like, they, they did a season uh, about seasonal – or they did an episode about seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. And it was kind of their way of addressing depression. Sure. But making it really, really funny. Okay. Like, Oh, my God. It was a great episode. Can you tell me a little bit about the origin? Because I know the two of them
0: met at the Upright Citizens Brigade. That's right. And and then they started just doing sketches together, and they had, like, a YouTube show? or They started
1: doing a web series, yeah. yeah. And the web series ended up getting picked up by Amy Poehler, I think. It was called Broad City. It was called Broad City, yeah. Okay. And and so, like, they, someone from UCB liked it and and pitched it to the right people. and, And so Amy Poehler's production company ended up working it. Good because it's like
0: it doesn't have any big names in it. It's kind of like yeah. girls in that, and I don't just mean because it's women centric. It's, it's like when girls came on, in spite of the fact that it was just littered with nepotism,
1: there were no uh. famous faces in this show. Well, I've called and yet I, it caught on. I call this the funny girls. Yeah, <laughs> and girls of. is kind of supposed to be a comedy, but I just feel like this does it way better. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's very you also compared it to workaholics. Yeah, I compared it to Workaholics, but I think Workaholics wasn't really trying to prove anything. Right. I think there's like a greater. Less agenda. Yeah, Yeah. there's a greater point to the show. Sure. In like a weird way. Like they're not really. It's not too on the nose, but they've got a vibe. No, I don't feel preached to by it. No. But
0: it was definitely a positive thing. Yeah. So they actually had to delay season four by six whole months because with the way the writing schedule had been going, they had been writing season four under the assumption that Hillary would win the election. Yeah. And then she didn't, and they had to go on hiatus for six months and rewrite season four.
1: I honestly didn't know that, and I was wondering why it seemed to take way longer. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because I think they kind of make, like, they make comments on, on Trump in the fourth season, and it's not too overwhelming. Right. It's not like okay, come on. It's uh It's not
0: like when Willow Grace did it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's not over the top like hit you over the head with it. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: in the first episode, their whole point is they're trying to make money, and you're right, they went busking at one point, which is mm-hmm. to say they just got plastic buckets and they did the drum thing that yeah. you see on the streets of New York. Is and that not a thing they do a lot?
1: Because they're actually very good at it. it no, it's not, it's not a thing they do a lot in the show. It they're just pretty that good that at keeping episode. a beat on the bucket drum. Yeah, and then the breakdancer just comes up and yeah. steals all their money. Yeah, no, it uh, that I think it only happens in that one first episode. I actually read the script for the first episode at one point. Just have occasionally I, done that, uh, just because I wanted to get like an idea of like how people write. Yeah, and and it it's almost just as L O L E reading reading the script That's as cool. to watching the show. That's yeah. cool. Is Hannibal in it a lot? Hannibal isn't a lot. He's even in the like he kind of stays in and out. Like, I, I don't think he was in a whole lot in the third season, but he's in it. He's been in it pretty consistently in the fourth season. Right. Yeah. Big soft spot for Hannibal, who's also in Spider-Man Homecoming for a second. Yeah. Yeah, he's excellent. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, he's, he's... I don't know if he does a whole lot of writing on it or anything. I don't really know how he found his way into the show. He's but just so funny. He is. And even, like, four so years funny. ago, he wasn't that famous. No. No, I think he's... I think he's still kind of at... Well, he's not still at the point that he was four years ago. He's obviously more famous. No, he's picked up a little special, bit. But, but, uh, he's not an A-lister by any means, but right. four years ago, even less so. Yeah. 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 So, yeah,
0: I don't they, know. They I, clean Fred Armisen's apartment on the assumption that he's going to pay them $200 <laughs> if they clean it in their underwear. And, like, does Alana always get Abby into these, like, horrible, like, nearing prostitution, like...
1: Uh, Alon defi- is definitely the more carefree. She's the instigator. Yeah, kind of instigator, but but it's not, you know, every episode by episode, it's not. Formulaic. Hey, what what is the yeah? It's not formulaic at all. Like, what sort of crazy adventure when can I refuses, get you into today? When
0: he refuses to pay them, yeah, they really should have like beat him up or something. The stuff they
1: stole was worth more than two hundred dollars. Oh like, yeah, they they're stole, still, like fur like, coats, fur and, coats stuff. and bottles of kvassia and stuff. Yeah. And he just doesn't do anything. My favorite part about that, the thing that sells the whole thing, is when they finally walk out, hmm. and he answers his phone that was in his diaper, and just goes. Well, did the flight get delayed yeah i know he just, just but it's the flight delayed yeah. flicks the switch he's totally gets normal like businessman ceo before yeah. i'm a baby uh, i don't have any money oh so creepy i always say that
0: beyond creepy uh
1: yeah i give up my ass good show totally yeah you should you should uh invest some time and do it i think you I want a good will. funny show like consistent laughs four seasons never lets you down
0: that's good i'm kind of without a uh, comedy to binge right now all the all the binge shows lately have been hour-long dramas have you noticed that yeah there hasn't been like a great comedy to binge in a long time unless you hadn't seen the first season of the good place and then you could watch that in a weekend
1: totally yeah and i convinced a bunch of people to do that and yeah. they did and uh jason manzoukas recently uh in the good place oh Have no you... way oh yeah sorry sorry for spoiling that a little bit that's but... okay i'm a few episodes behind in the good place there's a little bit of a uh a, a janet Ooh, kind of yeah, yeah that's my favorite yeah janet's amazing yeah it? she's really i want to know her background in real life should get her on the podcast. Oh, man, wouldn't that be crazy?
0: You know what's funny? Today, you came to me three hours before the podcast, and you're like, hey, I reached out to another person from this this week's show. I love that you're gung-ho on getting a guest on Mm the show, but you always wait until like mere (laughs) hours before we're supposed to start recording.
1: Really? It's because I always kind of forget.
0: You're going to have to play phone tag with people. If they're interested at all, it's not going to line up really easily. I also like that of the two shows we picked... You picked the the cool Comedy Central show, and not the one from Canada, where you might have actually been able to connect with somebody. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> yeah, because that show sucked. It did suck, and we were gonna have to talk about how much the show sucked, or hide the fact that this show sucked if we were talking to one of the reps. Like, oh yeah, no, this show seemed super cool. Thought you did a really interesting thing there. No, you
0: can Okay, let's let's cover it. You brought let's in let's talk about the it.
1: pastoral music. It's
0: in, not, it didn't suck. Tower. It didn't it, it, I don't think it sucked. It just it wasn't fun. It wasn't like there was nothing entertaining about it. There was nothing about
1: entertaining about it. about it. Well, and so like there's nothing entertaining about it. It didn't suck, but I would just kind of rather watch I nothing at all. I think they did exactly what they set
0: out to do. I just don't know why they set out to do it. Right. You know what and I mean? They, yeah. Well, I, at least
1: with the Handmaid's Tale, it was like it was
0: a bummer, but like it was suspenseful.
1: Totally. Yeah. Like there's there's some like kind of plot twists and turns. I just did not care at all about it. People this. are into this thing, the though. Ex- Alias Grace, it's called. People are into
0: Alias Grace. I think maybe it takes a couple episodes to get into, but and it also It behooves it that it came six months after the, the mania that was Handmaid's Tale. Well it's the it's the other Margaret Atwood adaptation of the year And it's on
1: the CBC I don't mean to shit on our Canadian broadcasting company I think they have some excellent programs I love the CBC uh, But like there's a reason that one is you know a huge Well actually even The Handmaid's Tale isn't on like a main network It's not on like AMC or anything it's on Hulu It's on Hulu Yeah well, but it
0: got huge Hulu's pretty big
1: though Yeah it is now But the, I think there's a reason that it's on CBC versus Hulu
0: should we should we try and recap this thing? Oh my you god! You can try,
1: man. I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to say. Well, you got thirteen seconds to say that. <laughs>
0: okay, thirty seconds. Give me thirty seconds. Okay, what? Wait, what did I, I, I say? Fifteen. You said thirteen. Okay, I okay. I probably only need thirteen, but I'll go. on go. <laughs> All right. Alias on. Grace, the pilot. Three, two, one, go. Her name is Grace Marks, and she was uh, made shocking Atwood a long time ago. But she got arrested and charged for the murder of this man. Thing is, she doesn't remember killing this man in spite of all the evidence that points to her having murdered him. This time later, she's paid a visit by this doctor, this like clinical doctor, who's trying to help her remember her wrongdoings. And as she tells the story, she's getting brief flashes back to what happened.
1: Yeah, I think I spoke really slowly (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to try to get to that 30 second point yeah she traveled over from ireland with right. her family and then right. ended up becoming a. Uh, her like i don't know at one point she was like her mom died and she was kind of like beaten and possibly advanced and she was, like, on watching by her dad for all these
0: kids on the boat and she has this like weird inner monologue or i guess she's telling the dr simon that like she even had this strange dark impulse to throw some of the kids overboard because then it would be like she Like, I could spare them this horrible place. Like, I found it interesting the right. way she would justify m- murder, like, through
1: mercy or through, right. like, self-defense or whatever. You See, I didn't even really pick up on that. I was kind of watching You didn't game. watch it. No, I swear to God I watched it. Yeah. I, I like, I, I just said, I made made several points. Like, yeah, she came over from Ireland, and her mom died, and her dad molested her. Yeah. The, the, slash beat the, her. Well, what you said to me, because you watched it before I, I did... You said it was just so
0: CBC, so and just, I hate for that to be a pejorative because, like, I love the CBC, but I know what you mean. It's just totally very, it's
1: very clinical.
0: Yeah, and it's very, it's almost like it was made to be a documentary. Well,
1: with with um, uh, period shows like that, historical not, fiction. It's yeah, called. not like you know. I'm not talking about like Mister D or like you know. I think they actually make a lot of enjoyable shows, right. but but this just reminded me so like uh, like Anne of Green Gables. What was that show called? The Road to Avonlea. Roe Davenley was a spin off of Van of Green Games. Right. But
0: yeah. They had they had an Anne show this year also. Yeah. Just it's it, this is
1: this uh, what's it called? <laughs> alias Grace. Alias Grace. It's very Which sounds like such a more badass name. It does, doesn't it? You really kinda like I pictured alias, I pictured you know, it also felt very Margaret sale. Atwoody, didn't it? Yeah, it was
0: just like very like everybody speaks in metaphors, and there's like very stentorian, and mm-hmm. like they speak very, very cleverly, but there's no real charisma in these people. I'm not saying that's true of Margaret Atwood's characters, but it seems to be true of
1: a lot that we've seen from her lately. Yeah, and I, I, loved, I was like executive producer, Margaret Atwood. Yeah. I like, what? I know Is Margaret Atwood. She's still kicking, like doing stuff. Yeah, she's, like, not that old. No, she was, she, uh, that's, and that's what I found out after. She yeah. released this book in, like, 80, Nin- 1996. In 96. Yeah. And she released The Handmaid's Tale in like 84, In 84. Yeah. Wow. It just seems like she's such a yeah. prolific figure she's that it's almost like, oh, no, she died in 65. She's a legend. And she's amazing. <laughs> there's no question. I just, like,
0: I don't know about this. It's based on a true story. Like, she's a real woman. Wow. But the story is fictionalized in some capacity. I don't yeah. like I don't know if she ever had this like interesting relationship with this doctor. You know, and I kind of observed, it if we were going to do this show on the podcast, it would have been really good to pair it with Mindhunter, which is also about this clinical guy who goes in to talk to a murderer. That's
1: right. I there there are definitely parallels between the two shows and it would have worked if we knew anything about this show at the time, which well, I we only suggested it. we do it because it's popping up on
0: Rotten Tomatoes and it's doing really well critically.
1: Well, and we're trying to make a uh, tie between you know uh, powerful women and uh, equal rights. Right, <laughs> right. That's
0: that was totally our our point. <laughs> it's produced by Sarah Polly, who's like quite a storied and well celebrated Canadian film person. Okay, uh, she made this movie this Take This Waltz a couple years ago with yeah. like, Sarah Silverman. Right. Seth Rogan and I haven't watched that. I heard it's, it's amazing. amazing that she's been around a long time. She's done a lot of things. Yeah. So I think Sarah Polly was on Road to Avonlea or Anne of Green Gables or something. Wow, she's been around forever and ever. Uh, they did a cool promotion for this show to to promote the the CBC show Alias Grace. They took seventy copies of the novel, seventy copies, and just like dispersed them around Canada. Oh, okay. for people to find them, and they all had like personalized notes from Margaret Atwood in them. Wow. And
1: I wonder if any are still out there, any unfound, like Wonka tickets. Probably. I, I was going to say, w- wouldn't it be funny if, like, the promotion was something, like, way more, like, come and give us your, come to the mall and give us your best <laughs> Alias Grace impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's dressing up like handmaids. Why not dress up like sure. Alias Grace? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Deliver your best Alias Grace quote. <laughs> yeah. You know that great line? her catchphrase stop it, <laughs> that <laughs> hurts they think i'm crazy
0: okay that's all i got that's all that's all i have
1: here not a whole lot to say about that Church no Speaks. it was fine i don't really recommend it no i i wouldn't either not and again you know love the cbc but
0: I do, why do i feel like i have to like protect the cbc
1: i really because I, I i feel like if uh, people from outside of canada are listening they're gonna be like uh oh, they're for the record, CBC One is the second most
0: listened to radio station on planet Earth, second only really? to BBC One. Wow! It's a it's a mammoth organization. It's a it's a, it's a beautiful institution. Do you
1: listen to CBC One more than two?
0: Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. Because I like to listen to Q. Right. Like I think that's like a good youthful show, and they've sure they've. But I, I like and I like the Strombo show. That's on two. Right. But I don't listen to like the morning shows or no, because I just can't. I have podcasts to listen to.
1: Yep. Sure. I hear that. Yeah. Wrap it up boys. <laughs> Let's wrap it up boys. That's going to be one of the drops heads yeah, up. That's a, so. That's your teaser. Okay. Um, so not so sure if you saw this picture, but there was a stranger things picture of, uh, will Byers. Yeah. Uh, dressed in, uh, Fresh Prince regalia? No way. Yeah, I think it was like a like possibly a, a made up photo by like Funny or Die or something. I was told so it wasn't that. one of those promotion things where it.
0: they're trying to like lean it into other uh, pop culture of the era because I guess Fresh Prince was the '90s, not the '80s.
1: Yeah, no, and I think it's a picture of Will, and it says how my life got flipped turned upside down. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty pretty funny. good. Pretty funny. That's not bad, but you know. We're going back to Will Smith, his wife in uh, in Girls Trip, which is yeah. apparently a pretty popular. Sh- it was popular, a very, movie. very popular movie. Yeah, I didn't see any trailers for this. Did you see any? It trailers? It kind of
0: came and went, but it went. It did surprisingly well. Yeah,
1: I heard Tiffany Haddish kind of like stole
0: the show. What's she, she known did. for?
1: The Carmichael Show.
0: I guess. Yeah, she's like known a little bit. She's
1: hosting SNL this week. Right, Queen Latifah was in it. Anyways, I, I apparently Jada Pinkett Smith's role in the show and in the, in the movie or you know she was in the movie and apparently at one point she she pees on herself oh okay and uh just to do it or like i don't have any background behind it oh okay but it wasn't like a jellyfish sting or no Okay. She, i think she's ziplining and she gets scared
0: oh she pees i see she, pees. she wets herself. herself she wets herself yeah
1: and uh i don't know if i really trust her for that. No, not like definitely not to
0: come into my house and not stand <laughs> on newspapers. That's right. Yeah.
1: And then I mean we got Will Smith. We already have our debts, but hell this is a whole family thing. We got Willow, we got Jaden, like
0: Especially as long as Will Smith might be infected by some analogy. kind of evil spirit from the upside down. Oh right. Yeah well that too. Like as like as soon as he he stopped having his little conniption fit over why don't he want me man and that that very special episode of Fresh Prince he went into the bathroom he did a slug into the sink think <laughs> that's very upsetting oh that is
1: very upsetting that's why you can never trust Will Smith never trust Will Smith